Today's episode, we're going to talk about how we open the floodgates to happiness. This is what it's all about, is doing the things in life that we enjoy simply because it brings us joy. So this is part two, and we're going to go get some nuggets here. Let's go. Welcome to Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind, your host, energy healer, and intuitive coach. This is where we learn to master our lives and ignite our spirit, one nugget at a time. Hey guys, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode. It's part two to why we won't allow ourselves to be happy was part one. This is part two to opening the floodgates to happiness. And if you haven't opened the floodgates to happiness, it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So in the last episode, part one, we talked about the five big reasons I feel are why we won't allow ourselves to be happy. And in today's episode, we're going to take those five and we're going to say, okay, if I had that, that reason why I won't allow myself to be happy, what am I going to do about it? And we're going to basically flip it on its head and combat that reason. So if you had reason, let's say reason number one, fear of the outcome, fear of the, what would happen if I did that? What would happen if I just did things that made me happy? (laughs) The worst case scenario is you'd probably be happy. But we're going to combat that. We're going to learn how to to switch these around and start going with the flow. Now, I hope you did the activity which I gave in the in the first uh, the first part, which was to write all those things down that you thought would make you happy. Write all your big list, whatever that is for you, all the desires that simply you want that thing because you it's going to make you happy, right, in some form or another. And then I wanted you to sit for 30 minutes and have this gratitude uh, meditation where you just visualize all of the things that you have, being grateful for all of the things that you currently have in your life, and then picturing those things being gone, all of it, all of it. So not just one little piece, not just the debt, not just the ill health, all of it, your whole entire life being wiped clean, starting with a clean slate, and then just feeling into how that feels. What does that feel like for you? Did it did it switch your perspective into being grateful for the current state that you have? being grateful even for the debt, even for the low income, even for the crappy job, that I would just be curious to see how that feels for you if you were able to improve the gratitude state. So let's get started. Let's start with number one. Number one is I thought of the fear of the outcome. Fear is a very debilitating emotion and there's lots of ways to overcome fear and there's lots of reasons why we have fear, but it can definitely be something that prevents us from moving forward. But if we understand fear and what its intention is, then we can sneak around it. I have a lot of episodes about overcoming fear and doing things anyway and building confidence and a lot of these uh, episodes talk about the subconscious mind is where fear is stored. And it's all of our beliefs, all of our thoughts, all of our, our thought patterns, the way we think about things, how we do things, our, our autopilot, if you will. And its job is to keep you alive. It's to keep you comfortable. It's to keep you alive. <laughs> we want some of those fears, right? When we see things that are weird or out of the norm, we have a fear state, like a fear response to that thing. That is your subconscious mind. It's like something out of the comfort zone. And that's your subconscious mind protecting you. So if we understand how the subconscious mind works, why it works the way it does, 
then, and we want something different, we can sneak around by using our words and our thoughts and start to embrace. Here's how we're going to combat that. Embrace change. Now, I just did an episode just a couple of days ago. um, I believe it was Monday. And it is how to adapt to change, number 452. And you can go back and listen to that one. And what that's going to tell you is how do we basically embrace change? We know it's coming. Our, our whole entire life is based around change. How do we do that? But not only how do we do it, but how do we embrace it? How do we get excited for new possibilities? When I think about fear and I go, okay, I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to become an entrepreneur. Of course, that had a lot of fear to it. But it was like, I'm going to do this thing because it's bringing me joy and it's my calling. It is my purpose. I know that I'm going to be taken care of. But I opened the doors to the possibility what could come from this? What cool, good things could come from this new direction I'm taking? Now, I had to change my words. I had to release beliefs and patterns that weren't working for me. And I had to move into like this limitless space. In order to do that, I had to think differently. I had to overcome that fear. Ask yourself, what's on the other side of it? If I change directions in my life, what's on the other side of this fear? What could I possibly experience? That is a wonderful way to start looking at fear in a different way, but really waking up to what am I afraid of? And if that thing happens, what can I do? Maybe I have to educate myself. Maybe I have to do something different. I have to learn something different. I have to adopt a new skill. Like I had to adopt a lot of new skills to be an entrepreneur versus just walking into a job every day that I hated to collect a paycheck. If the world was ending, would you go to that job? If the answer is no, then I suggest you start looking for things that would bring you joy. That's just my thought. Okay, so number one, to combat the fear of the outcome is allowing for possibilities and embracing change. That's fun and exciting. It's going to really help you to overcome the fear of the outcome. All right, number two. Number two was the social norms. This was everyone telling you how you have to act, how you have to be, what you're going to go do. I recognize that there's this this, uh, social norm in education that if a certain family are doctors, then they expect all of their kids to be doctors. If they're if they're all like, whatever, they're chiropractors, they're dentists, and then all of a sudden their kids are chiropractors and dentists. I'm like, is it in the water? And they're like, well, that's just kind of what we expect. We expect our kids to go do the things that we did. I'm like, what if that kid wants to be an artist? What if they want to be an entrepreneur and they want to have a podcast? What if they want to be an electrician? And it was frowned upon. Like it was interesting. I've I've known a couple of doctors. I've worked for an optometrist. I worked for a chiropractor. I I I'm just like what? Wait, what? <laughs> like I just found it to be really interesting that they, that is what they expected of their kids. That is a social norm. Now you take that child and they're 28, 29 years old, and their whole time they're like, I don't want to be a chiropractor. And what am I going to do? I have to go against my parents or my family, and that's going against the social norm. Now ways to ways to combat that to me is to challenge those cultural norms. What is it that I want out of my life? And what is it that my family wants for me? They might not be the same thing. I want fun and excitement and they want security and uh, financial freedom. What if I don't want those things for myself? 
that it is important that I understand that I came into this existence through this family, but it doesn't mean that I necessarily belong to their social norms, that I can break free from those social norms and learn to live my own life. And you have, you're going to do the same thing that we did. And maybe the path won't be easy because your families they're all chiropractors. They're going to know what to do to help you to become a chiropractor. You're going to have the inside scoop on all of that. But you might not have happiness. And then it seems to me that somewhere down the road, you did your happiness for someone else. And that's like the worst kind of happiness. I did this thing because it would make you happy. And because I'm not happy, you're not happy either. Now, nobody wins right? So I think it's important to recognize that we're in this journey. We came into this space alone and we're going to leave alone. And my job is to build the best version of myself and my life experience that I can. And I hope you adopt that too. You might have to, you know, there's going to be some resistance around you. You know, there's, there's, and I, and I combat, you know, I, that's combated. Is that a, is that a word? But I, I pushed up against that, you know, growing up gay, I pushed up against the religion sector. I pushed up against, you know, my mom's beliefs about how I should be and how I should act. I pushed up against lots of friends who all of a sudden weren't my friends anymore because of my sexuality. And it was hard for me to, to, to butt up against that. But here's the thing. I'm happier now than when I was seeking those friendships and seeking that approval from outside of me. Because if I'm not, if I'm going against the grain, then I'm creating discord in my own body. And I don't know about you, but it doesn't matter how sick you get. Those people are not going to come around and do anything to make you happy. That happiness comes from the inside. So challenging the cultural norms. And then also the second part of that is aligning with new people, aligning with people who accept you, aligning with more people that are like you. I think it's really important that we build our community of people who are going the same way. I grew up with people who, who my whole family, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, stay in the job, even if you hate it, live there, do there, be there 45 years, and then maybe you retire with some sort of a pension. Well, that's kind of going away. Like people are hardly getting 40 hours a week. They're, they're, everyone, every job is like part-time and nobody's getting insurance and nobody's 401ks, maybe pensions. I doubt it depends on, you know, really where you're working what kind of degree you have and what field you're in. But the world of entrepreneurship is, is sweeping the nation. Like I know kids that are making money, 13, 15, 19 years old that are making buku bucks and they're entrepreneurs. It is, the technology is like this rocket that has launched and and kids that are being born with smartphones in their hands, they are learning how to make money by turning their smartphone and turning their camera on. That's it, right? And so the social norm of us going to going to school, get a job, get a degree, do these things, go to school, go to this school, then get that degree, and then you get a job and you stay there for a thousand years, that's that's going away. That's not going to be the same. It's there. I mean, we need doctors and lawyers and teachers. We're, I mean, that's going to be there. But the entrepreneurial world is sweeping the nation. And you can take your side hustle and create joy. So finding those people, find your, your tribe, find your people. And entrepreneurs hang out with entrepreneurs. Chiropractors hang out with chiropractors. Teachers hang out with teachers. Find your people, whatever that is, and start learning from each other and creating those communities. So... On to number three, guilt and shame. Guilt, 
of of doing things that make me happy, guilt of doing things that bring me joy simply for the fact that they bring me joy. Like, why would I do that? It makes me feel guilty. And and so to combat that is to practice forgiveness and to build a gratitude practice. Being grateful that you can do things that bring you joy. Being grateful that you have the time or you have the money or you just have the interest in doing it. That practicing forgiveness for yourself or forgiveness for others. It is about building this alignment with the vibration of happiness, building the alignment within your heart, opening your heart to the idea of, I'm going to do these things that bring me joy simply because they bring me joy because they make me feel joyful. (laughs) That's a little bit like a Dr. Seuss book. But you know, it's really exciting when you can stand back and go, I can feel the sense of joy no matter what. I can picture rock climbing. I can picture traveling or exploring like old abandoned buildings and I can immediately, I get chills and my vibration immediately goes up. And I'm just sitting here at my desk recording a podcast. I'm not actually rock climbing. I can do that on my own. So it's about practicing the emotional state to raise your vibration that then allows the universe to go, oh, you want more things that bring you happiness. Okay. (laughs) Versus bringing you things that make you feel guilty or make you feel shame. Now, number four, low self-esteem or lack of self-confidence. This is a tough one because if you don't feel worthy, you don't feel deserving, this can really this can really bring you down. You know, this is a low energy state and not much good is going to happen from that. It is about standing up and stepping into a higher version of yourself. Now, when you start this, when you start this process, you might only be able to do it for three minutes and you're like, okay, and then just totally tank. But the next day you might be able to do it for five. Seven days later, you might be able to stand up and step into that newer version of you for 35 minutes. Keep going. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be healthy. You're worthy simply because you're here, simply because you're on this planet. That's it. There's no other reason. Simply because of that, because you're here. And listen, we don't know how many days we have left on this on this earth. I say take advantage of them. I was watching, was I watching a movie? What was that? There was a guy, he was an entrepreneur. And he was just this big time adventurer. He just got a GoPro and he just went everywhere. He jumped off of cliffs. He was scuba diving. He was doing zip lines. He was all over the place. And he was at these fancy restaurants traveling all over the world. Now, at the end of his days, (laughs) what kind of life is he going to be describing to somebody? And what if his family came from a bunch of office workers and he's like, all my family ever wanted me to do was to work in the office, just like they did make this money. But instead, what he's doing is he's traveling. I think he has a vlog. He's traveling all over the world and he's documenting basically his life. All of these fun things that he's doing at the end of his days, when he's 50 or 60 or 80 years old, he's going to go, I had one hell of a life. I've been all over this globe. I've done all of these things. Let me tell you all of the things I did. Matter of fact, go to my vlog and you can read all about it. And you can watch all these videos. What a life. What an amazing journey he's having. When you have a low self-esteem, it's like it's like being in quicksand. I remember being there. And I remember the transformation. It was a long haul and it was it was it was slow going, but it was every day standing up and doing something for myself. Just because I was standing up, I was getting up, I was doing things because I needed to, because I needed to love myself. And I want you to do the same thing. So combating that is to 
change your self-talk. Change your self-talk. Stop saying that old story that doesn't work anymore. That old story that is, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I don't deserve it because I did something somewhere, right? We've all done something somewhere, but we're still on the planet. We're human and we have these circumstances, right? And we have these skills and the knowledge that we had. And of course we made the choice that we did and maybe maybe we learned from it, maybe we didn't. But either way, you deserve to be happy and you deserve to feel good. But I will tell you this, if you're in a low vibrational state, you're not going to attract the things that really make you happy. You're not, ever. It's not how the world works. You have to put out the energy that you want to get back. So you have low self, self-esteem, let's do something about it. What is it going to take? What if you could change your words and stop telling the story and start telling a new story to allow those things to start showing up in your life? How long would you do that for? What have you got to lose? So it's about changing your self-talk to something more positive. I have tons of episodes on affirmations and words, words that matter and changing your self-talk and empowering how you talk to yourself. There's tons of episodes on it. You can go listen to any of those and it's going to help to equip you. And when you're equipped, you start to have more confidence. When you have more knowledge, you're going to have more confidence. And in that confidence, your self-esteem is naturally going to start going up. Now, the last one, too busy trying to control everything. This is totally mine. I'm too busy trying to control everything. So what do I do to combat that? To start bringing more things that make me happy into my life. Relax and release. I, w- I have a huge binder. The big ring binder, has got like three, it's like a three-inch ring binder and it's a bunch of loose leaf paper and it's belief after belief after belief after belief about all these topics that are limiting me. And I release those. I let those go and I bring in new I bring in new beliefs that are empowering. I use new words that make me feel good. I have changed from this negative. You guys never would even have recognized me like 30 years ago. You would have seen me somewhere or talked to me and been like, oh my God, let's get away from her. So negative, no friends, terrible jobs, no money, ill health, right? And just like, dude, God, go away to where I am today more positive, more optimistic, more empowered, completely empowered and completely confident in my in my my own body. Like I just feel amazing in my own body, emotionally, mentally, healthy. I'm just getting healthier and healthier and I just feel amazing. I want that for you. So it's relaxing and getting into the flow. You want to learn more about getting into the flow, go back to episode 450, how to get in the flow of life. It is it is so it's so good to just make just be the ease and flow of things. So when I'm trying to control everything, I am not only kinking the hose, but I'm going against. I'm going against the universe. That's like trying to put a cloud over the over the sun. You just can't do it. The sun has all this power and you're trying to shade it. You just can't, right? So how about we enjoy the sun? Right? We can take care of ourselves how we need to, but enjoy the sun. Enjoy the flow surrender and release. Release what's not working for you any longer. You can't control things. We have to let things go. We have to relax into the flow of life. Lots of episodes about that as well. So these are my, my open the floodgates to happiness. These are ways to combat those first where I, you know, where I talked about how we won't allow ourselves to, to be happy. So if this is something that's you, my, my outro when the music starts is going to be how to connect with me to coach. 
If you want to coach with me, you want to have some conversations and how I can best help you to overcome some of these fear-based and these limiting beliefs that are just not serving you any longer. So listen to that outro if this is something that you're interested in. Also, hang out in my Lady Rising group where we're going to start talking about the episodes and start communicating with each other so we can build that community of support. I look forward to getting back with you and getting in the groove of how we can create more happiness and flow, and I'll talk to you soon. Wow, that may have felt like a lot of information in today's episode, but if you're looking for support and a deeper knowledge of what we talked about today, then let's connect. You can learn more about how I work and how you can work with me. Send me an email to the meditationroomtc at gmail.com, subject line, let's talk. And in the meantime, you can join my online Facebook community, Lady Rising, and mention that you came in through the podcast. I look forward to supporting you and connecting with you there.